Hello, happy new year, and welcome to the very first episode of Base News Network in our year 2024. Woo! I am Sophie, aka Joan of Arca, and I'm here with the lovely Punk Revolution now, aka Kayo. Say hi, Kayo. Hello, happy new year. Happy new year. Um, yeah, so first episode of the new year. Feeling good. I feel like there's a lot of juicy stories to to already get into, you know? I agree. Big year for... This is going to be a big year for news. I can already feel it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Each year gets even better for the Every news. year just gets better and better for the news. By better, every, I mean more news. <laughs> every, every year there's more news that comes out. That's true. So true. So true. Yeah, so... I think we would be remiss if we didn't discuss the um, liberation of Gypsy Rose Blanchard from prison. She served an eight-year sentence for persuading her boyfriend to murder her abusive mother who had Munchausen by proxy. She was abusing her daughter by pretending she had a myriad of diseases and disorders, including cancer, and would subject her to unnecessary treatment, including really invasive surgeries and uh, medication, um, among other like physical abuse and stuff like that. Just all around a horrible, horrible, horrible way to grow up. Um, so I think that most people understand the motivation behind um, what she did. So she's sort of like become an icon and people were like super excited because she's being released early on good behavior and she is now free um as of early last week so mother (laughs) well you gotta be careful about saying mother (laughs) i understand the mother criticism a little bit because like it might be weird to call someone who had their like killed their mother or like planned the murder of their mother be called mother but one of the main things like i think we both wanted to discuss is the um discourse around how how do we deal with gypsy rose blanchard in the public eye like what is what is appropriate what's not how do we support her you know what i mean you've been seeing that stuff i have been seeing it i have been seeing it yes because well, just to be clear, just because honestly, Sophie, I don't think people who aren't on the internet twenty four seven would understand this unless we explicitly True. say, for some re- for some reason, for some reason, there are people on the internet who insist that posting about Gypsy Rose Blanchard and celebrating her release or whatever is like offensive or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um I for the most part disagree with that take. Um just based on how um she's already presenting herself online as of even before she was released because she already had multiple social media accounts including an Instagram account and a uh TikTok um which were run by her sister and her husband um from the outside. Because she is already um, releasing a book, and she's also going to be featured in a documentary with Lifetime. So she has already been, from behind bars, promoting um, new projects. And now that she's free, on her own social media, she's been posting, like, nonstop. 
like literally just even a selfie with no caption you know what i mean like so she to me it seems like she's mother <laughs> to me it seems like she's enjoying the spotlight at least right now like I, it seems like she wants to be a public figure and she she i think i believe said that she's okay with having fans and um so I think that the the comments like we shouldn't like there's all these comments like we should not be making her famous like well first of all she already is famous there's no undoing that you know what I mean she's been famous like for years based on you know the act on Hulu which was a, a limited series like showing like her life and like leading up to the murder and um you know there's been countless documentaries she's been like a, a pop culture icon for years now. So there's no undoing that. And second of all, I think she wants to be a public figure. Um, so I don't think there's any reason with engage- engaging with that. Yeah. Um, of course, no, there are limits. Cr- I mean, but. yeah, pe- pe- people are saying like, people are saying like, oh, you know, leave her alone. Let her, let her, you know, have space or whatever. Like, it's so not cool to put. I don't really know. I don't understand where. I, I, I honestly feel like some random person on Twitter said that posting about Gypsy Rose Blanchard was bad and then kind of yeah. everyone just like the new virtue went along signal. with it and just kind of it's like it's a virtue signal i mean like look if it were really the case that she came out of prison and said like i really want to put all this behind me and can everyone please stop then yeah posting about her nonstop would be you know in poor taste but at this point if you're still trying to insist that posting about her is offensive to her, even though she clearly is very much in the zone of promoting herself and, and wanting, you know, and enjoying the discussion. You know, I think it's just, you know, it's, I you know, you just got to update your beliefs. You know, you got to update your beliefs. Like before you were wrong, now it's time for you to see you are yeah. wrong and, 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 and change accordingly rather than continuing Agreed. to fight like she, in the comments. Yeah, like she wouldn't have these social media profiles if she didn't want this sort of attention. And I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I think that she went through hell and I think good for her for triumphing over it and uh, you know, yeah. starting a new life. And I know she is planning to do advocacy work. Um, so this is good for, you know, to, yeah. for her to build a platform in order to do that. And this is a great um, moment. Let us, yeah. let us all celebrate like someone who, who, has gone through hell is finally yeah. free like let's celebrate and be happy about it and don't like poo poo people who are right. trying who are yeah. who are like you know embracing one of the rare kind of enjoyable news items to come out yeah you for know what real, i mean for real um i, I do want to say like i did see that like someone already like found her at like a like a shoe store and like was like the paparazzi photos i think that's a little much but i think that's bad in general like that doesn't apply to gypsy alone like it applies to like anyone like that kind of invasive photo taking is there's a difference between like oh you see her in public and you ask for a picture that's totally fine but um like paparazzi i think in general is really like creepy so i mean obviously we, we don't want her to have stalkers we don't we don't want her to be harassed um, but I don't think most people are doing that. I think most people are just much like any other like example of like any sort of public figure having fun. Um, and I don't think that 
it's uh, it's it's our decision as to like what's appropriate for her like she if she is not okay with it she she will say something the paparazzi so, are allowed to come after yeah. me <laughs> of course they're, after you they can course. come after me Just be well, we have we don't have any pa- kaya and i don't have any paparazzi but there is a getty getty image photo of us together at an event that counts i think that counts um, as a pa- that ca- paparazzi moment. <laughs> i don't know about they're like I oh guess. it's the host of base news network hanging out let's yeah because everybody loves uh looking at our faces as we talk in that one video episode right, we did of course Yes, we'll we'll be doing more in 2024. Um, but yes. So, I don't know. That's kind of been the, like, the discourse around her. I'm really excited to like see what she does um, in general. She's just, she's had a remarkable life. Um, I, I, I won't lie. Like, I do want to see like her paper magazine shoot, you know? Like, I want to see her like Met Gala moment, you know? I, I, I want her to have those things because... Her life has sucked up until now. You know, she actually said that prison was like the freest moment for her, you know? So her life is I want to see her hell. I want to see her featured on an Ariana Grande track. Yeah, no, it's true. Like she she literally commented, you know, Tanner, Tanner, our friend, Tanner, he was on an episode. Um, he literally did you see that? He commented like, What's your favorite Ariana? like songs or whatever and then like she responded no with way. her top three what? yeah and then it ends up on like pop crave or yes. something i'll show you later i know and he said that was like his shiny moment moment but anyway like I, she's having fun you know she's having fun engaging with this stuff and I, she followed lana on instagram like oh she's she's, she's ready a lana for girl it. all right she's a lana girl and she she's giving lana vibes like her mannerisms and like the way she talks are so lana del rey lana vibes coded. so She's Lana coded. So I don't know. I'm excited for her. I want her to have her like fun in the spotlight as like, I know like it can be really upsetting. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I don't have the same level of fame by any means, but you know, sometimes like having a big account with a lot of people looking at me and engaging with me can be overwhelming. So I don't wish that on her, but you know, there's also really fun parts of having a big platform because, you know, you just get more access to things and like yeah. more ex- access to experiences. You get to meet more people. There are a lot of, you know, benefits. So I, I, I want her to have fun. You know what I mean? I hope her... Because her life has sucked yeah. up until this point, you know? I hope her husband takes good care of her. He seems pretty nice. Me too. He seems like a nice guy. I've seen a lot of people like saying that he's ugly or that she, he's like just he's trying to exploit her or what? something i hope not i don't think that's our place to what say the heck? like that's i mean where do p- people get in their right mind think it's that's something they can comment yeah. on like why do you gotta well, right like, that's weird that's, that that's is weird. like that is come on everybody back off everyone's just chill out everyone be nice to each other they on both, the internet for a yeah. second right you know? and like they've been talking like for years now through, through prison and like have met in visitation and stuff like that you know I don't. I don't think it's like anyone's place to really deeply speculate or comment on someone's relationship like that, like to their faces. Yo, you know what I mean? If Sophie like, and I's relationship yeah. can start on Instagram, then their yeah, relationship can start in letters through prison. True. true. That's honestly. You know, and he was probably yeah. writing like beautiful, like Shakespearean oh, sh- love poems. Oh, I'm sure. You know? And he looks like Peter Griffin, which you know, like. I, I would be into myself. He seems like you know? a good. <laughs> Just kidding. No, he seems like a good husband. He seems like he's gonna protect and take care. He of He seems like he adores her. Yeah. And 
you know, like, I don't, I don't want to say any, anything because like, you never know what's going on behind closed doors, you know? So like, you never really, you never know, but it's, oh it's generally not appropriate to like say things to someone's face about like your, like, yeah, their partner. Like, I hate it when people comment on our relationship, like in a negative way. It's like, I, please don't say these things to me. I don't care or I don't want to hear it. it it's upsetting. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. so that is, that is definitely a boundary a, a, a line you should not cross i think <laughs> i mean you can thing. speculate about it with your friends but commenting it she's clearly like reading the comments you know yeah i don't know yeah by the way so, everyone listen to our episode yeah. with tanner tan because we brought up tanner tan yes he's the best he's so funny and check out his podcast too yes um I've, i want to have him on again soon he's he's, he's really awesome. funny his content is amazing Oh, we should, we should we should ask him as a as a update on <laughs> breaking mm. news. G- Gypsy Rose Blanchard <laughs> replied to you on Instagram. Uh, oh my god, maybe I'll contact him and have him put a little bit on it in this episode. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, I'm overall though. I'm happy for her, and I'm really excited to see where she what she does. You know. I mean, I'm honestly impressed with how much she already has accomplished because I personally think that. You know, establishing yourself as a public figure with book deals and TV shows and stuff like that is extremely difficult already. But to somehow do that, you know, obviously you need to rely, you know, when you're in prison on like family members and a team of managers or whatever. Like, yeah, it's, it's really remarkable. It's, it's like, I feel like, you know, given that she's out the gate already has all these things lined up for her and, you know, she, and, and, you know, she's posting things that are entertaining and cute and wholesome so it's like so far you know and she yeah. she also you know she made a comment saying that she you know regrets that she killed her mom you know and doesn't want yeah she said that many many times yeah so like, she's like obviously a, like a, a a thoughtful person who seems like a generally good she person. seems very very kind she's obviously been through hell so and like you can tell that she is doesn't understand social media because she posts so frequently you know like on instagram she's just like me she's like spamming on there which i I find really sweet and endearing you know oh i'm sure she's having the time of her life i'm sure i mean come on it's gotta be fun yeah it, it it probably is i really like um his uh her husband's instagram bio which is my name is ryan anderson I am, I'm from Louisiana. I'm married to the most wonderful, most beautiful woman in the world, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> wow. Like, oh my God, goals. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll update my Instagram, uh, my Instagram bio <laughs> for, for Jonah Barca, Sophie. Thank you. Oh, thank you. But, you know, and his profile picture is like a selfie with her and his username is exactly the same as Gypsy. Like, it's like, this they both have underscores and then their middle name and then you know like he's they're matching usernames kind of like it's it's very like cute it's very sweet so um i really hope that they're happy together you know i'm sh- they seem good now i'm you know i wish them the best and like again relationships not like something you need to comment on like to their face <laughs> we can say we can say it here on base news network because we have the facts. Well, right. Like, if she is a public figure, you know, like, we can no, she, comment she's, on Sophie, it. She, you but... know she listens, right? 
Oh yeah, she's been listening. So that's to yeah, the she's been listening. MP3. She's been listening to Lana Taylor Swift and Base News Network in prison. That's her. Yes, the three she things. has, and she has, she has the Swifty pass for me. She can be a Swifty if she likes. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. New update, Kaya, from your about your favorite man. Okay, so we went from talking about the best woman in the world to the worst man in the world, literally the mm-hmm. polar opposite, which is Donald Trump. So I wanted to, well, okay, so there's, at this point, I think it's just like, so we're all a little, a little jaded over all of these legal proceedings and stuff like that coming out regarding Trump. Is he actually going to go to prison? Blah, 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 blah. But this one I thought was pretty spicy, um, which was that Trump is, is not, he has been removed from the, the primary ballots in Maine and Colorado for violating the 14th Amendment, the third, I don't know, like the third clause or something like that, the third section of the, the 14th Amendment. Um, so like literally, if you're, if you're a Republican, you want to go vote for you know, Nikki Haley versus Trump versus DeSantis. Trump's not going to appear there on the on the ballot, and and you know these this is applies to the primary, but it looks like it's probably going to apply to the general election too, because the the third section of the Fourteenth Amendment basically says that if you took part in a insurrection or a rebellion, or aided a rebellion or insurrection after taking oath to to the to the constitution then you can't then you're barred from being able to to like take office again in the united states like it's a it's a it's a really bizarre thing because like this amendment was written after the civil war so they could make sure that there was no confederates that could make it back into the united states government after the civil war and it's just such a strange thing because it's like I'm actually shocked this even needs to be written down anywhere. Like, if you tried to overthrow the government, you're not allowed to, like, be, you know, an official within the government. Um, and and so, so, so the thing is, though, is, like, obviously Trump appealed it. Now it's going to the Supreme Court. And there's a very, very tiny chance, but it's not impossible, that the Supreme Court says, yes, these states are allowed to remove Trump from the ballot because, you know, they, they read the 14th Amendment correctly, which could translate to basically just Donald Trump not being allowed to to run for president. So it's like another, you know, another slim possibility, but there's like another path where it's possible that Trump could, for legal reasons, not be allowed to be to, to become president. Hmm. So, so do you think this will have any significant impact on like his chances. So this is, so I'm going to say probably not. No, because I think the Supreme court is going to say that, that, that Colorado and Maine are breaking the rules. But the thing that's so weird is that conservatives usually put themselves forward as the party that like cares a lot about state rights and letting states kind of do their thing even with elections, um, you know, and that goes back to like the civil civil rights movement. 
if you wanted to understand why, you know, why <laughs> states were, um, you know, so interested in why conservatives were so interested in states being able to prevent certain people um, from from voting, you you know, before the civil rights movement, you can you can probably guess why. Um, yeah. And then and also conservatives, you know, conservatives in in the in the Supreme Court also like are all about like reading the Constitution as much of like in a literal sense as possible and not being like flexible and just like taking it word for word how it is. And like I I have the 14th Amendment, the section the section 3 of the 14th Amendment right in front of me and it's like there's just no way in hell you could possibly interpret this in any other way than to mean that Donald Trump can't run for president. Like it's just so mm-hmm. and, and that's what like and that's what like the 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 courts in Maine and Colorado said is like yes, we're not letting him on the on the ballot. Because it's like we just kind of we just have to follow the law. Like this is what it says in the Constitution, you know. Like, and it's crazy because I'm seeing a lot of backlash from like liberals mm-hmm. who are concerned. Like, oh my God, you're feeding into this conspiracy theory of like the deep state. You know, the deep state is gonna try to you know is gonna prevent Trump from becoming elected and stuff like that. Um. But it's literally just like following the like just following the law. Like it's so, like it's it's so bizarre to me that people are saying we should ignore the law because we're scared it's gonna like fuel conspiracy theories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like letting the conspiracy mm-hmm. theories conspiracy theorists win by intimidation. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Well. So. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I think at this point, you know, because I, I mean, I've just, I've read this, this section three of the 14th Amendment, and it's just, it's like, y- you, y- there's just, th- like, it's it's literally just like, like I said, like, I feel like whenever they wrote this amendment, they were probably like, we don't actually need to write this, do we? Like, do we really need to write? Is Shouldn't it just be obvious? Shouldn't it just be obvious that if someone, if like someone like has an insurrection that they, that they can't be elected? Like, I, yeah. I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm in crazy land. The fact that this is like like I'm seeing like yeah. I'm seeing like fierce debates over this. Like the Supreme Court's gonna get involved. Everyone's like, oh, is it gonna have a political backlash with the Trump supporters? Is you know is there? And it's just like, can everyone just like zoom out like two feet and just take a look and realize like this? What what the fuck do you what do you mean? What do you mean? Maybe we should like bend the Constitution to let a guy who like. Aren't there aren't there guardrails in place to prevent someone from trying to overthrow the government and then running for president again and winning? Like it, it's like it's mind boggling, and it, I kind of at this point, you know, like given how like how direct and clear this amendment is, and just knowing that the Supreme Court is not going to like follow this rule, it's like it's never been more clear ever that like all laws. And the Supreme Court and all of it is literal, just, it's just, it's literally just fake. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. It's like, you know, when there's ever like, Agreed. you know, when Obama or anyone's like tries to like expand healthcare or whatever, and then it goes to the Supreme Court and they have a big fight over is Obamacare legal or whatever. And it's like a huge thing about, oh, we, oh you know, we got to make sure we're, we're not giving too many people healthcare because it might technically violate some rule from the 19th century or whatever. And then, like, now we have, like, the clearest case of 
oh, we literally have an amendment that, sh- that should be so obvious it doesn't need to be written down, but this amendment says if you try to right. overthrow the government, you can't be president. And now everyone's like, maybe we should break this rule and break the law because if we if we don't... Trump is above everything. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, what the fuck? The rules don't apply I to I can't him. believe it. It's all fake. It's so fucking dumb. It is. It is. All right, sorry. I just had well, to, I just I just like no, I said. I agree. We're all getting a little jaded now cuz there's so many court cases and so many and like it's just like every single time it's like uh, why like it's like exhausting. Like why am I wasting my time reading arguments with people who are trying to justify it's like what the it's 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 just it's all fake. That's what it is. Yeah, for real. And you can I recommend you should read it. The, the third, the section, it says, I'm just going to read it right now. I have it here. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislator or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to enemies thereof. Wow. Like, it's just like, it's like, it's, <laughs> well, that says it pretty clearly. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand, like, why this is like, we're wasting it our time. It cannot be more clear. <laughs> like, how did they, like, why, why didn't this come up, like, two years ago? Why, like, why are we finding about this yeah. now? Like, why, like, I don't know. Whatever. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. All right. Well, you've, you've said your piece, and I, I have to agree. That's crazy. All right. All right. Now let's talk about <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Okay, so the earliest like appearance of Mickey Mouse, which is in a in a animation called um, Steamboat Willie, um, just entered the public domain because it is 2024, and that's kind that's actually pretty significant because uh, Mickey Mouse and like other Disney characters have been um, protected from entering the the public domain for a while now um, because of the Copyright Term Extension Act. Um, It's also known as the Mickey Mouse Protection Act. (laughs) Like, that's actually, like, another name for it. Um, That was sort of pushed by a Disney, like, lobbyists to um, extend the copyright. Um, So, at the copy... During the Copyright Act of 1976... A copyright would last for the life of the author plus 50 years um, or 75 years from publication or 100 years after creation, which whichever one is shorter. Um, but after uh, this 1998 uh, Mickey Mouse Protection Act, it extended the terms to life of the author plus 70 years Um 95 years from publication and 120 years after creation um so basically like extended it by 20 years um and that that gave disney some extra time you know with with control over mickey so they really didn't they did not want to give up mickey yo um they they (laughs) should make um a steamboat willie um like 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 i don't know like taylor's version or something so it's like you you just basically just (laughs) taylor's version you just you basically just redraw it oh my god that's so funny and like well 
make sure you support my version <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but that's so fun that's so funny but yeah no it's it's a very interesting story like i i think i think it's kind of like cor- i don't know like it feels corrupt that like there agree i mean i agree that there's these laws that are just like oh we're gonna keep passing these laws so disney can continue making money off like this stupid little cartoon um yeah i don't know it's like it feels a little the whole thing feels a little sketchy copyright stuff like like it's yeah i don't know like i kind of feel like uh, like the person who drew it like if the person who drew a piece of art Mm -hmm. dies you know like can't we just be a little bit more flexible like you know what i mean i don't know Mm -hmm. it's like like an asset yeah it's property right i mean i feel like mickey mouse is so pervasive in culture that like it's it's about time like it that it needs to be public domain and the first like versions of him are now in public domain um so that has led to the um emergence of some new particularly horror related content with mickey mouse and uh there are a few things that are coming out one of them is uh mickey's mousetrap which is a horror movie um that is coming out um i think there's a another one coming out as well um that i am struggling to remember the name of um and then also you you mentioned that there's a a new video game coming out too right yes so the original title of the video game that was coming out was infestation 88 uh and there was a little bit of a controversy over this video game because it went viral because it's like basically the video game is you're in this like infested city and the 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 city is infested with like basically evil mickey mouse rats that are like coming to kill you and you have to like use this like machine to shoot out like poisonous gas to kill the to, to kill the rats that come the kill the to kill the, the mice that are after you the mickey mouse mices uh and people were like at first it went viral like oh my goodness this is so funny a horror game a, a horror video game based off mickey mouse and then some people were like this kind of seems weird because you know infestation 88 that kind of has a little bit of like a like kind of like a neo-nazi vibe to it because 88 is obviously a code for um hh um which is like a neo-nazi dog or i don't, wouldn't even call it a dog whistle it's like a code a nazi code yeah and then infest they have so many like nazis have just so many like dog yeah. whistles and like signaling things like it's like what the hell like why do they have so many it's scary it is and then and then also anyway. the fact that it's um you know like infestation and like killing rats with gas it just kind of has like an obviously like a lot of parallels with like stuff that neo-nazis are really like into so people were like starting to like cancel this game like okay this is clearly these are clearly dog whistles by neo-nazis and then the game creators came out and changed the name to to infestation origins and like strongly denounced nazism and said that was an accident we didn't realize we were doing that sorry we don't like nazis we're not nazis so a little bit of drama but that is the joy of um this is why copyright laws need to be more relaxed so we can have more more um more drama more drama with video games 
Yeah, so, I mean, I also do want to mention a horror movie um, came out, Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, um, because uh, Winnie the Pooh was uh, came into public domain last year, or, or in 2022, but, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. So, that movie came out, and this is like a similar vibe so i have a feeling like as time passes we'll see a lot more of this stuff it'll be pretty weird honestly like it's weird to see it i won't lie well i think the thing so i hate to be like a downer but like the 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 winnie the pooh movie was like really really bad and really really low budget oh i'm sure and it was like it was clearly like rushed in order to to capitalize on the hype of winnie the pooh so you know it's just like there's like an incentive here for for these movie makers to like rush something out and be the first person to put the mickey mouse or winnie the pooh movie out that's like a like a satire of it and that's gonna go viral which it does and then they make a lot of money off of like an extremely low effort movie i agree like let's be a little less obvious about it i don't know like can you guys find a way to use it in not such a like uh in your face way i don't know it's like it's it's obviously just capitalizing on that and it's not really i mean it's a little funny but i'm sure the movies will be really bad well hopefully you know hopefully though maybe like 10 years from now maybe eventually you know someone with a little bit more patience will do it correctly yeah probably honestly yeah, we need to make some film adaptations of some creepy pastas. Just kidding. I agree. I I agree. He agreed with me, guys. He agreed. I always agree. If I don't agree with you, then you t- then you explain your thought process, and then I do agree because happy wife, happy happy life. No, because you're no happy. Happy girlfriend, happy. I don't know. It's not about being. It's not about. Boyfriend. It's not about right. It's not about happiness. It's about facts being objective. Mm-hmm. You just happen to be right. Okay. Thank you. Well, you're not too bad yourself. That's why. That's why. That's why people listen to our podcast. So do you do you think CNN was going to centering female voice? Do you think CNN? Do you think CNN had the guts to say the Winnie the Pooh movie was bad? <laughs> no. Do you think Fox News? Fox News doesn't even know. Fox News doesn't even know any of this stuff. They don't even know. Fox News doesn't know what time it is right now. Fox News doesn't, doesn't even know what Skibidi Toilet is. They wish they knew. They wish. By the way, I'm in a I'm in a Washington Post article. Is it the Guardian or no? It's Washington Post. Yeah, you're in Washington Post article. Yeah, I'm in a Washington Post article as an as an expert about Skibidi Toilet. You're, you so are in if the, you know the tea. Sophie. You, let's take a second here to really take it. Like, you are in the Washington Post article about Skibbity Toilet. I know. You know, Skib- know. You know Washington know. Post is only going to release one article about Skibbity Toilet, and you are in it. Well, that is an honor. Thank you, Taylor Lorenz, for thinking of me as a uh, valuable source. And thank you, Kayo, for helping me understand Skibbity Toilet a little better with your... Because you, you understand some of the context better than I do. I'm really good at toilets, understanding toilets. Amen. Using I've been using one since I was like three. I've been using one since I was thirteen. Oh, that's that's not. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, 
the next topic. What's our next oh, topic? Noise. Saltburn. Oh, Saltburn. Yeah, we watched Saltburn. We watched the Saltburn film. Saltburn. And we have thoughts. What'd you say? Some salt is burned. The salt. Salt burned is burned. Salt is burned. Let's just say salt was burned. Yeah, everybody was talking about this movie, so Sophie and I wanted to watch it. Even though it's funny because both Sophie and I were hearing a lot of things about this movie. Right. There's an infamous scene. If you're online, I'm sure you've heard of it already involving a bath and some gross stuff in that bath. Um, that was already kind of putting me off, you know what I mean? Just because it's like, it's really not something I don't want to watch, like that that particular scene, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just a little, um, how do I put this? Like, some things you do in the privacy of your own home, you know? Like, okay, that sounded bad. I just mean like, it's it's just something hard to watch. You know what I mean? It's hard to it's hard to watch the scene in question. I like the scene. Well, I'm not surprised about that. But for me, it's like a little bit like, oh, that's not you know, like I I don't know if I need to see that, because um, it was graphic um, or just gross. It's just gross. It was gross. So it was yeah. Th- it was okay. So so yeah. So Sophie Sophie was hearing from some people that it was really good. I was hearing from some people that it was really bad. I've been I've, seeing. I was on, hearing like a lot of mixed. We're stuff. We we yeah. were both hearing a lot of mixed stuff and like a lot of talk about it on the internet. Um, because it, like it, like very clearly, without watching the movie, we know it's going to be weird. We know it's going to be shocking, and we know it's going to be artsy uh, somehow, some way. Um. Right. <laughs> well. So with that said, how did you like the movie, Sophie? Well, spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen Saltburn yet, we're going to be discussing some tea. So be warned. Anyway, um, how did I like the movie? I didn't like it. I am not a fan of this film. And I don't know. It's just I have a, I have a lot to say. I, I feel like you liked it slightly more than I did. I really didn't enjoy it. That, I mean... It was kind of fun to watch at points. Um, obviously, the setting is kind of fun. Early 2000s, they're in some glorious, like, castle. There's gay stuff, which is always a fun time. Um, you know, like, it's it's like it's all the materials for a good time. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they have all the ingredients for a, a fun, interesting film experience it felt like it was going to be gay harry potter fan fiction yeah on literally and i mean there were some elements that were like okay they're kind of building up some interesting uh stories and um like kind of trying to figure out okay where are they going with this what's gonna happen um there's like a point in the film where you realize the protagonist is a kind of crazy and that was kind of fun but after the fact it really just devolves into a cliche and um like the classic eat the rich type the menu vibe like commentary that really just falls flat for me what about you yes i i agree so this movie it does some stuff 
it really sets itself up like, oh, this is cool. Like, this is like gonna be a fun gay romance. You know, like it really sets. And honestly, it 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 it, it, it that's kind of like the a little bit of where the buzz and excitement comes from. It is that sort of like halfway through the movie, it turns into a basically entirely different movie than what you expect. And maybe it would have just been a better movie if it was just kind of a generic romance movie. Um, I think it would have because at least that's like I don't know, honest. And yeah. Like, yeah. Out like okay, we're doing we're doing a romance. Okay, there we go. But this is like this tried to like have a tw- like all these twists and like try to subvert our expectations as as the audience, which it does a little bit of, but it really doesn't succeed overall. And like the ending is, I, I don't. I'll I'll get into the ending later, but I really, the ending mm. really bothered me. Yeah, yeah. It's it seems like you know as you're watching the movie, you realize like, oh, this movie isn't what I initially thought it was. Like, there's clearly a lot of weird pieces that aren't fitting together the thought the way I thought, and that like perplexing part of it is kind of fun because you're like trying to figure out what's what is actually going on in this movie and then i think where it ultimately ends up is not very satisfying no so the way it ends and again the spoiler alert um is basically it's revealed that like all along he was trying to like infiltrate this jacob alordi's like rich family and like gain their trust and like uh, manipulate them to like gain basically steal their wealth and their estate and there's like the final scene he's basically on the the bed the deathbed basically like he kills her by pulling out her tube of like jacob alordi's character's mom and he's like saying all these things he's he's basically like a, a like cliche villain or it's like it was all a part of my plan and you guys fell for it so now i'm gonna do what i set out to do and it was so easy yeah and because you guys made it so easy for me by being so insufferable you were so rich and you like, didn't understand because you live yeah, in a bubble like and it's like like it, it, to me it felt like a wattpad like fan fiction alternate universe of like some dark academia bullshit of parasite yes yes this is essentially like parasite but bad Mm -hmm. because like it's the same idea of like uh i mean to be fair like in parasite the the protagonists are like actually quite poor and in this movie um, the protagonist is like I would say middle class, and maybe even upper middle class, but obviously not of the same level of wealth as Jacob Elordi's family. I can't remember his name. Felix. Felix's family. Um. So like, there's a difference there, but um, I mean, essentially in Parasite, like he co- comes up with a plan for his family to like take over the life and like the the like house of a a wealthy family through this elaborate plot and watching that is first of all i don't think i'd ever seen anything done like that before so it was a very like fresh and novel concept and it was done really really well 
um, it, it, I like you could see what they were doing from the the early on in the film, so it wasn't just like a twist at the end where it's like actually it was all our plan, you know, like it wasn't like that. It was a lot more. The pacing was way better. The concept was fresh. You understood the motivation. You understood, like it, it was just way better. You know what I mean? It was done way better. Um, and it feels like this was, and it actually had like interesting commentary on like the wealthy. And yeah. this film basically tried to do the same thing where like he infiltrated their estate and like basically killed off everyone to like assume their lives and their prestige. And they kind of reveal it at the end and it's like not satisfying. And it's like, I've seen this done way better elsewhere, you know? Yeah, it, it just kind of feels like they set the movie up so well and then they kind of like force, like, I, I feel like a lot of the actions and behaviors of the characters throughout the movie really don't feel like, I don't think any, like, that doesn't feel rational. That doesn't seem like how actual people would behave and act in these situations. And it feels like they're kind of just like forcing these weird bizarre not organic behaviors on a lot of the characters in into like in, in order to like force the parasite narrative into yeah, the yeah. story even though we don't want the parasite story because we've already have we we already have that and you could have done something more original yeah and like if you were going to go that route like at least be a little more you need to weave that throughout you know yeah you can't just like give us that at the like last in the last ten minutes of the film and be like, oh, okay, yeah. like yeah. I know it's I understand that it's a twist, but um, there there needs to be like better indication throughout the film that yeah. that's gonna like th- it needs to feel um realist like it has to feel like oh they were setting this up and oh how did I not see this you know mm-hmm. how did I. But at the same time, it's very obvious too. I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. it's not it's not obvious, but it's just like very like I don't know. I feel like the explanation was really weak, and like the motivation was weak mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the one thing that's a little different about Saltburn, which I I kind of liked in a sense, was that in Parasite, you know, they they're kind of doing this whole plot because they're they're poor and they need to get by. While in Saltburn it seems like Ollie, the protagonist is doing it just because he's like literally yeah. insane and evil. That is interesting. And I think I, I kind of that en- is interesting. I did enjoy that and but I, at the same time though like if you have Ollie being like an an insane evil person who's like a complete sociopath who's lying and 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 having all this these weird bizarre sexual encounters with all these characters I I don't know I just it's it doesn't it still doesn't really feel it just is I don't know I don't know it's like I feel like having a malicious plot to steal someone's house feels like okay he, he can do that without like you know having sex with all the characters and why was why was this why were, why were the characters yeah. and why were the other characters besides ollie re- like reciprocating the sex you know like if you're gonna have ollie yeah, be a crazy weirdo really why weird. have the other people be crazy weirdos too it doesn't i don't know i agree and like it would have almost been more satisfying for him to maybe even like assume the role of a son that makes more sense to me. like that would have been a little more interesting to me you know, rather than just like kill her off by like pulling out her breathing tube, you know? 
And then when he's like naked, like dancing through the house, it's just like, oh my God, like we've seen it before. Like oh. this is so cringe. And yeah. you have something to say about this, don't you? I do. So in the last scene when he was dancing around the house, they were showing his penis like spinning around and yeah. stuff like that because he was like dancing yep, and yep. hopping. And Sophie and I are thinking, you know, a lot of movies that are coming out nowadays seem to be showing penis a decent amount. They are showing penis at an alarming rate. All right. So I have to say, Sophie, I completely agree, but I don't have... I don't. I mean, not alarming. No, I just no, 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 it's no. just unprecedented. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, it's, no, no, no. I, I agree. It's just... I just unfortunately don't I don't have any like other examples off the top of my head besides this one. Well, I feel like I've seen it a lot recently. The curse they showed it. The curse. I mean But that's the, funny the, euphoria. though. That's a good euphoria, one. Yeah, true. That's that actually serves a purpose. That serves a purpose. It's not like um, we're gonna show it because euphoria, we're a liberal movie who shows penises. <laughs> they show it in Euphoria quite a bit. They anything on HBO they will show it. Oh, um, uh, fellow travelers! I'm sure we saw. Yeah, we saw fellow travelers, but that was justified. That was justified too. Fellow travelers. Yeah, I guess we've been seeing more penis, and that's fine. We we like you know we're we're cool. We're open minded. We we love bodies. Yeah, like but I think like artists artful like nudity is f- totally fine, and like this one just kind of felt yeah, like all good. This one kind of felt like we're a weirdo movie where it's weird and crazy, shocking things yeah, happen, and now real. we're gonna show a penis because we are. We live in a new. Yeah. We live in a new world where penises are spinning around in circles. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I no for real. And again, I I hate to sound like a prude who's like the the sex scenes do not serve the plot or whatever. But like, I don't know. It's just it it felt like it was just trying to to they were showing penis to be like because they wanted to be some edgy art film. Because you know, you know what they did? They wanted to do it. So they can get everyone on Twitter talking about it. So we would watch it and review it on Base That's News true. Network. And we walked right into true. their trap. And, and, it worked. and it worked. And it worked. So good job. Great penis. <laughs> nice bleep. Nice bleep. Very, very yes. healthy looking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Salt burn. More like mid burn. Um I mean, it's not like a total waste of time to watch it, you know? Oh. Um, Sophie. My favorite thing... What? Oh, I'm going to shoot a movie. <laughs> or I'm going to be walking around the house naked thinking about <laughs> how rich people are failing to see the bigger picture. Please do not do that. Just kidding. <laughs> A24. A24 just upload like I, I don't even think this was an A24 movie but it felt like it was trying to be maybe it is I'm gonna look that up actually I need to know every single movie that comes out nowadays needs to have a penis and it needs to have class analysis and it needs to have good music this movie True. this movie did actually, have good music though, right it did have really good music um I enjoyed the soundtrack Yes. Okay, this is not an A24 film, but it was definitely tr- like trying to give that vibe off. And I'm getting a little sick of the like A24 copycat movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all doing kind of the same thing, same style. Um 
but I won't, I will admit though, A24 makes a damn good movie usually. So no hate to A24. I've, I liked A24. I would work for A24 if I could, you know, like, but I, I do think like people are trying to emulate the style of like an A24, like sick vibe and often feeling. Yeah. I yeah, so yeah. Do you disagree? No, you can disagree. I just, well, you know, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, if we like a twenty four movies, I think it's fine if other movie creators are inspired by a twenty four. Sure, but don't literally like. I don't know. I just it, it just it just feels like this movie kind of just tries to cram a bunch of. You, yeah we live in a we live in a post-ironic society where we're gonna yeah <laughs> we're gonna have outrageous sex scenes and show a penis and do class analysis at Eat all the, the same rich time. and class analysis. Yeah. yeah like <sighs> you know what have been actually yeah. more satisfying would be if like the rich family caught on to ollie's bullshit and just like tore him to pieces yeah that, that would actually be because then it'd be commentary on how like Rich people can get away with anything. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Rather, yeah, or just you know, just just to subvert the expectation of, or just to just to do something a little bit different. That's all. Just to do something that doesn't. You don't have to have. You don't have to look. I I'm all. For, I'm not saying don't put class analysis in your movie. Like I'm all for intellectual, thoughtful movies. I'm just saying you don't have to do it in every single movie that comes out with the same plot twist the rich people yeah you know guys actually had problems we're gonna we're actually gonna explode expose how deviant rich people are and we're gonna punish i'm just saying this movie had me leaving the the end of the movie feeling like maybe the rich people were like the good guys honestly like and and that's when you know you're doing a bad job that's that's when you know you did you didn't you didn't do it right facts so you know it's it's kind of a fun watch it's not like a horrible like way to spend your monday night um just be aware like it's no masterpiece Mm -hmm. there's some cringe but it's you know it's fun to watch you know it was a fun time it was i yeah i think if the last i think if the conclusion was stronger i would think it actually i would actually go as far as saying i think it'd be a good movie you know yeah yeah, my favorite part of the movie was the opening sequence with the like title card that looked really beautiful. It was yeah. like hand drawn. That was my favorite part. Yeah, and you know you have to respect the fact that they 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 kind of did this cool thing where it really really felt like really really felt at the beginning that it was going in one direction and then it goes into a completely other direction. Even if the execution wasn't perfect, it's still you have to admit like it's good for them for at least trying something creative. You know. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm all for people trying. Like, you know, I couldn't do anything. Like, I, 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 I couldn't do this if I wanted to. So, I'm gonna make. I'm, I'm very critical. I'm gonna I, make this movie myself. I would love. I'm gonna that. make the ending scene. I'm gonna remake the ending better. scene. I'm gonna remake the ending scene better, and just upload it on YouTube with no explanation <laughs> and no, no. <laughs> it's like no, no, no difference except you're wearing underwear instead of being no ex- exact same. But I forgot to add audio, so it's just a video of me jumping around my apartment <laughs> completely naked, <laughs> uploaded to YouTube. 
Oh my god, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> see that. See that would be. That would be that'd cool. Be that'd be that'd be cause that would be subversive. That's that's brave because oh. he would get taken down. Maybe so I could fast. do that, and I could also Photoshop like Steamboat Willie in the background. <laughs> oh my god! Call it ste- that would be that would be really cool. Call it the Steamboat Willies. Hey, you're showing your Willie, your Steamboat. <laughs> my st- my my Steamboat Willie. Oh God! Okay, okay. All right. Well, hey, if movies can put penises in their movies now, we can put penises in podcasts too. Amen, sister. Okay. Well. All right. That was a fun, fun first episode of the new year. Um, thank you guys for supporting us all this time. We 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 feel like we're growing, and we really appreciate all the support. And like, thank you so much for subscribing to our patreon i feel like a lot of really cool big things are going to happen this year for us um i think we're going to see a lot more video content and more patreon stuff so um Mm -hmm. and we have lots of like really cool interviews planned as well so um thank you so much everyone for supporting and listening it means so much to us i agree and just real quick to plug my band's EP just Ooh. came out, so you're listening. If you're listening to this on Spotify or wherever, just go ahead and type in "Fire Space Man Space Territorial Conquest 2024" and give it a listen. I always appreciate the listens. You can also buy a cassette on on the Bandcamp page, and all the money from streaming royalties and cassette sales, etc. It's going to go to right to Doctors Without Borders. So you get to support me by listening to my music, which is great. And you get to also contribute a little bit of revenue to Doctors Without Borders. So maybe go ahead and give it a listen. Yay! Congrats, Gaio. It's really great. Thank so you. check it out. Thank you. All right. Well, All right. thank you for listening. Thank Let's you for have listening. a happy new year. Have a happy new year. This has been... Base News Base Network. News Network. Bye-bye. Bye.